Welcome to the Jazz Piano School Podcast, episode number 15. What, what? Welcome to the Jazz Piano School Podcast. Learn jazz piano without all the guesswork. Now, your host, Brendan Lowe. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Jazz Piano School podcast, episode number 15. My name is Brendan Lowe, and I am your host. In this episode, I'm going to be going over seventh chords. Finally, right? Get some actual jazz voicings happening here. So from here on out, I'll definitely revisit pop songs and things like that, because I still haven't dove into that too, too much in detail. But hopefully from the previous episodes, you've gotten a real nice gist into to how to tackle some pop charts you know whether you have books or sheet music you can download you guys can work on the triads that i've given you you can work on the inversions that i've given you and try and start to voice lead some of those inversions and then use the rhythmic material i did in the last episode and really start to put together some nice sounding pop charts okay but like i said in this episode i'm gonna be going over seventh chords okay so in jazz and Predominantly in jazz music, seventh chords are the main foundation of harmonies. So everywhere in jazz, whether you're listening to a cocktail pianist, on recordings, albums, just anywhere, you're hearing seventh chords. You're hearing these seventh chord harmonies. And so I'll definitely go over what that actually means. It doesn't mean we have seven notes. You know, It doesn't mean uh, we're stacking seven harmonies on top of each other. But I will get into that and tell you what that exactly does mean. And you'll be able to build these chords and play them for yourself very easily. I promise. So I'm super excited. I leave for China tomorrow. I know I said that in the last episode, but um, I'm really excited. Actually, I don't leave for China tomorrow. I leave for Boston tomorrow. And I'm flying back home uh, to Boston to be with the orchestra because my dad plays in the symphony. And then we are leaving. I'm leaving with the Boston Symphony Orchestra to go on tour with them to China. So... I'm a very, very lucky guy. I know I, I, I'm you know, privileged to be doing this, and uh, I appreciate that my dad has invited me to go on tour with him. It's just an amazing opportunity, opportunity for me to see China, uh, see Japan. We're going to Shanghai, Bangkok, and uh, Tokyo, so it'll just be a great time, and I'm going to be podcasting from there. I'm going to be recording a lot of their concerts and putting them on the podcasts for you guys to hear. Hopefully, you know, that's not uh, interfering with any copyrights, but if anyone tells me to take it down, I will. So uh, I like to ask forgiveness, not permission, but don't follow my advice always. (laughs) But I want you guys to be able to hear these concerts, you know, and I want to be talking a lot about how classical music you know, in the textures and education from classical music can really affect your playing in a jazz situation. So that's kind of what I'm going to be going over. Um, The website we're associated with is jazzpianoschool.com, www.jazzpianoschool.com. I talked about my dog in the last episode. If you guys hear that in the background, she is a little hungry, so she's eating, and that's what that background noise is. (laughs) I've gotten comfortable where I don't feel like I need to edit this stuff out because you got, I'm sure it's kind of amusing and somewhat uh, entertaining from all the uh, education that I give you guys just to hear me talk about some normal life um, going on stuff. 
Anyway, so again, we are associated with www.jazzpianoschool.com. And if you go there, you can sign up and become a free member, get access to all the lesson videos we have on there, get access to the forum and the notated music. And uh, I'm redesigning the members homepage right now. So you're going to have all the notated musical exercises from all the videos and all the podcasts in one section. So it's going to be really awesome because it's going to all be categorized. So if you're looking for you know, music um, on a certain like major triad or seventh chords, all my examples that I give you from the podcast or my blog are going to be in one section. So you can download all the PDFs from any of the musical examples that I'm giving you. So all the education that I'm giving from the podcasts and blogs and videos, they'll all be listed and categorized in just a music library section. So you can download and print those PDFs. I think that's pretty cool. I wish I'd had that. But I'm going to do that for you guys just because I'm, I'm geared towards helping you as much as possible. And then I'm adding a transcription section for lots of uh, transcriptions to download. And just making things a little bit easier to rearrange and, and find your way around the website. So let's get into the seventh chords right now. Um, I think I've spoken enough on that stuff. So seventh chords, like I said, they, they are the foundational harmonies of jazz, right? They make up jazz. So... Any charts you'll see, any jazz standards or charts, and again, like I said, even in some pop charts, you're going to see seventh chords because they're great chord to add into songs. They have a lot of texture. Just adding that one extra note just gives so much more depth to a chord, and from because we're adding that extra note on, we can also develop voicings and colors more so around that because it's got more of a base. It's got more of a structure. So just like when we have a better base to build a house on, a more, better foundation, we can build much more and be more creative. Otherwise, we have to kind of stay within our means with a small foundation. So by adding this extra note onto our major and minor triads, and I'll get to that in a second, we're creating a bigger foundation for us to add colors in and just play lots of rich, rich, beautiful sounding chords, right? <laughs> that was really funny. I had my keyboard set on vibes instead of piano. Let's, uh, let's, try, <laughs> let's try that again. There we go. That sounds a little better. Uh, maybe some of you like that vibe sound. <laughs> um, so anyway... So seventh chords, like I said, you're adding only one extra note, okay, onto the top of either a major or minor triad. Now let me say that for you again, okay? You're adding one extra note onto either a major or minor triad. And that's it. And you're adding that one extra note on top. And that's why it's called the seventh, because the one extra note is going to be a seventh away from C, or the root of the chord, excuse me, not just the note C, but any root. Let's say you're on F. The extra note you're adding on top to create a seventh chord is the interval of a seventh, either a major seventh or minor seventh, from the root of your chord. So there's three standard jazz chords, seventh chords to start out with that I'm going to teach you today. There is a major seventh chord. This is number one. There's a dominant seventh chord, also known as C7. Right? So when you say C7 or any letter with a 7 after it, that's called a dominant chord. The major chord, you'd see a triangle, which um, uh, means major. And then you'd see the 7th, so C major 7. Or you'll see C7, which means C dominant 7. And the last one is C minor 7. 
Okay, so you have three types of chords, a major seventh, dominant seventh, and minor seventh. All right, so I'm going to start with the major sevenths for you guys. So in order to create a major seven, it's so easy. Okay, it's so easy. It's like going walking down the steps and walking outside. That's how easy it is, placing one foot in front of the other. You're going to take your major triads, any major triad you want. Now, again, I always come back to the major scale. We're going to add the seventh degree of the major scale on top of our triad. So if I am playing a C major triad, I'm going to add the seventh degree of the major scale of the C major scale because I'm playing a C major triad to the top of the chord, which happens to be the note B, right? If I count up my C major scale, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I get to my note B. So that's the seventh degree of the C major scale. I'm going to add that on top of my C major triad. So this is what it sounds like. Okay, so we have that extra B on top. I'll play a bass note with it now. Okay, so you get a little bit thicker harmony, thicker uh, chord rather than just a triad. Here's just my, my triad. Now here's with the major seven on top. It adds a nice little color to it, okay? So your major sevens, <clears throat> you simply add the major seventh of the scale on top of your triad. And the other way you can think about it too, which I want you to know both so you understand where the seventh is coming from, but the other way you can think about it is if you take a major triad, all you need to find to add the top note is you wanna find the root on top as a target note and then come down a half step. So if I take my C major triad, I go to the root on top again, the C as a target note, and then I play the note a half step below, that happens to be B, that's my major seven. So you can kind of eye it out like that quickly, right? You find your root on top and then play a half step below, and that's your major seven, okay? Now I wanna distinguish the symbol of these chords gets a little confusing. So always remember, just the letter alone already means major. So when you see a C, that means major triad. If I put a C with a little hyphen, which means minor, that means C minor triad, okay? So when I have a C by itself, it means major triad. Now when I add a major seven after the C, that means a C major triad, and we're adding a major seven to the top of the chord, to the chord, okay? So again, the, the distance between C and B is a major sevenths, the distance between C and B flat is a minor seven, right? We have a major seven interval. I haven't talked about intervals too much yet, but here's just a little piece of knowledge. So C to B is a major seven, C to C is an octave, right? And C to B flat is a minor seven. So here's your major seven, here's your minor seven. Same thing with your six, right? If you know the interval of a six, like C to A is a major six, C to A flat is a minor sixth. Okay, and then we have perfect fifth. Then we have tritone, right? Then we have perfect fourth, major third, minor third, major second, and minor second. Okay, so in order to move to our next chord, our dominant chord, we're gonna change one note in our major seventh chord. All we're gonna do is take our major seven that we have currently on top of our major triad, and we're gonna move that down a half step. So in the case of C major seven, we're gonna take our C major seven and move that down a half step to B flat, okay? And this is what it sounds like. 
So here's our major seven. And here is our minor seventh now on top. Now, now listen closely for one second. It is the distance of a minor seventh, but the way we put a symbol to that type of seventh isn't with a minor, okay? Just by putting a seven alone after the letter C, okay, it means that we are playing that type of seventh, okay? So we don't necessarily say minor seventh, like by using a hyphen sign, Okay, so but just by seeing C with the letter, uh, excuse me, C with the number seven after it, that's going to mean you're playing a flat seven instead of a major seven. So here's my major seven B. Here's my flat seven B flat. So again, the symbol for the dominant chord is C seven, and we're just changing one note to get to that C dominant seventh chord. Okay, and you'll hear the terminology C seven or C dominant seven. C seven is like a shorthand term for that. And again, you'll see it written out as either C7 or C Dom7 or C Dominant 7th is the long-term version of it, long-hand version, excuse me. So you'll see both of those ways. And again, with the C Major 7 or any Major 7 chord, you'll see M-A-J for Major. You'll see a Triangle 7. You might see capital M7, and that all means you're putting a Major 7th on top. With the Dominant 7th, you have Flat 7 on top. So you're simply moving the Major 7 down a half step, and that creates your Dominant 7th chord. Okay? Now, I got one more chord to show you guys. I bet you thought I was going to be talking forever in this episode, but it actually goes really quick once because if you understand your triads, right, just to create major sevenths, we're just adding one note. So it's actually pretty simple. But in order to create a C minor seventh chord, okay, we're going to change one more note from our dominant chord. So remember, for our dominant chord, we have C7. We have a flat seven. Now remember, just the letter C with a seven means we have a major triad on the bottom and we have a flat seven on top. Now if I put a minor sign after the C, that means I'm changing the triad, okay? Not the seventh. The just the let just the number seven already means flat seven. So we don't need to mess with that at all. But if I put a minor sign after the C, it's gonna mean I'm gonna play a minor triad on the bottom of the chord instead of a major triad. So from my dominant seventh chord, if I make my major triad on the bottom minor, then I get my C minor, like for the triad, with a flat seven on top. So here's my C minor triad now. And now I'll play my flat seven on top. Okay, and there's my C minor seventh chord. My C minor seventh, right? So the minor goes with the triad, not the seventh. So this is what this sounds like. All right, it's a nice thick sound. I love all the sounds of the seventh chords. They sound great. So those are your three seventh chords. I'll just review them real quickly so you can understand that concept. Now, let me actually go back for one second. With your C minor seventh, because the minor is with the triad, I can also put a major seventh on top of a C minor triad. So instead of having the flat seven on top, which is symbolized with just the seven, I can put a little triangle in front of the seven, which means I'd have a major seven on top of a minor chord. So your symbol would look like this, C hyphen triangle seven, which means C minor major seven, right? C minor is one group and then the major seven lets me know what type of seven I have on top. So here's my C minor major seven chord.
right? So it's a very haunting sound. So again, like you can switch the sevenths, you can switch the major minor triad on the bottom. But again, our three primary chords that you're going to first want to learn and practice throughout all the keys are your uh, major seventh chords, your dominant seventh chords, and your minor seventh chords. So again, C major seven has the seventh degree of your major scale on top of a major triad. Here's my major triad. I'm adding my seventh on top. A C dominant seventh chord has a major triad on the bottom and a flat seven on top. Okay, major triad, and I'm going to flat my major seven down to B flat, in this case of in the key of C. Right, so flat seven on top of a major chord, triad, excuse me. Our C minor seventh chord has a minor triad on the bottom with a flat seven on top. So we haven't moved our seven, we've just simply changed our major triad on the bottom to a minor triad. And that's our C minor seventh chord. Okay, so guys, you need to work on these chords in all keys. And what I'd recommend do to practicing, to practice these chords, is simply play them in all keys first, and go around in the circle of four. So I'll play my C major. I'll do work on all my major seventh chords first. So C major seven, F major seven, B flat major seven, right? And I'll keep going E flat major seven, A flat major seven, D flat major seven, G flat major seven, B major seven. E major seven, A, D, G, and then back to C, right? And you want to work on those with both hands because both hands need to be able to play the chord, okay? So then I do my left hand, right? And you should be able to go through just nice and easy without even thinking about it and back to C again, okay? I'd shoot for like, if you when you know you've mastered them and got them in your fingers, the tempo you can be able to go around at is probably going to be around one... 70, 180 basically. And then I'd go around with my dominant chords. Same thing. C dominant seven, F dominant seven, B flat dominant seven, E flat dominant seven, right? And all the way through. Okay, and then same thing for my minors. I don't I won't play my minors, but the same thing. Minor seven, F minor seven, right? And then just keep going through all your minor seventh chords, okay? So you want to, again, you want to practice those in both hands, okay? So you make sure your both hands are learning the chord because you're going to need to play them in both hands to do some of the future things that we're going to want to do. Whew, wow, all right. Got through that quickly, speedy. I got to go pack for China, so that's it. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the major seventh, dominant seventh, minor seventh podcast episode. I'm going to put these on the website so you guys can have the notated music for all the minor sevenths, major sevenths, and dominant sevenths available to you so you can read the music if you want. And I recommend memorizing it too because you get, you have to learn the chords. But you can go and get the music on the website, www.jazzpianoschool.com. And guys, before I go, it really helps if you leave a five-star review. I'd really, really appreciate it. Right now, the podcast is still sitting in the number four slot under the search term jazz piano, and my goal is to get it to number one, okay? So I need your help to do that, and I'm going to be delivering content like this more and more every day. You know, I'm never going to stop. So, you know, please put your trust in me to keep going and not 
give up on the podcast like you see a lot of people do um, out there. They'll put in, you know, six, seven episodes, 10, 15. Um, a lot of times, once you get to around 10, between 10 to 15, and you pass that, you're in it for the long haul, is what they say in the podcasting world. But um, again, I'm telling you guys, I won't quit on you. I'm always going to help you. I've dedicated, you know, my life from here on out to doing this just because I love it. I love business. I love educating and I love jazz. I love jazz piano. So you're going to get all of me. You're going to get this podcast. And, you know, I would really appreciate it if you can just do one click and leave a five-star review and that would be great. So as always, guys, thank you so much. Go check out the show notes for the seventh chords and uh, I will talk to you guys from China. Okay, that's it. Happy practicing.